0: Welcome to Conversations with Christina. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about faith and what you believe and how that affects how the Holy Spirit works in your life. Thanks for joining me on this journey and hope you enjoy. So, welcome. I'm Christina, your host. Um, I am wondering if anybody else has been in the same boat as me. I can pretty much guarantee you have, Um, but when you just, all of a sudden, motions are flowing and you just feel like everything is going wrong, everything you know is a lie, that's going a little dramatic, right? Um, Your world just kind of has a mini crash and kind of have a flop on the bed moment and be like, Jesus, come cry your eyes out with me because I am feeling it right now. Um, Whether you're feeling left out, lonely, um, feeling like your prayers aren't getting answered, feel like you're just not going anywhere, um, despite doing, quote unquote, doing everything right, that's probably one of the most discouraging things that could happen. If, especially those who are perfectionist rule followers, um, if you're like me, firstborns out there can probably really resonate with this. Um, so, yeah, that whole thing. Of course, it seems like 1 plus 1 equals 2, right? If you do the right things, you should get the right results. But, when you give your heart to Jesus, we're kind of held at different standards, which actually work in our favor if we follow the Bible. It doesn't mean it's easy, but 1 plus 1 does not equal 2 in this algorithm. Um, So, this little lesson came from one of those flopping on the bed stories, which just happened. Um, And then, once again, I just really asked God um, for encouragement, something in the moments to help me. And, of course, by going, God, show me your word, communicate with me. Um, he can communicate with you through many different ways, of course. He doesn't audibly communicate to everybody, but I don't think it never happens. I personally have not, but he speaks to me, whether through, you know, pictures that just pop up in my head that I know are from him, or words, or in dreams, or, you know, whatever, Bible verses. It's God's word, that's timeless, and something he also kind of revealed to me recently, too, was especially, um, I'll explain as there's three specific verses he gave me for this time, um, and I'm like, oh, these are all, like, how would these correlate, was kind of my first thought, um, and I'm like, okay, well, Basically, God is God, and he can use his words. It's his words, first of all, and he can use them any way he wants. He can connect them any way he wants, and what do people do? Sometimes we take things out of context to fit our purposes, but if we ask God what his purposes are for his words and ask for wisdom, how to apply them to our lives, that's the right boat. So, Moving on. Um the first verse he had given was Genesis three eleven, which says, And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not eat from? And I'm like, Okay, God. I actually honestly I knew right away what he was trying to say. Um, because I've heard this before. Um, actually in my Revelation Wellness training, which I'll talk about that in podcasts later down the road. But look them up. It's a little plug, I guess. I got some instructor training for group fitness that is faith-based. And so they do not just teaching you fitness, but also teaching you from the Word and growing um, in faith as well. And so what had resonated here was who told you And in this instance, God was asking Adam and Eve, who told you that you were naked? Um, Because that's what made them feel shameful. Up until sin came into the world, they were not shameful for being naked. Now that is something that brought them shame since they sinned. So, getting into the context of who told you fill in the blank? Who told you that you're unlovable or that you're... I don't know. Whatever is a lie that you are believing. Something that makes you feel bad. Who told you you were dumb? Who told you you're not worth it? I don't know. Something like that. And I'm like, okay, let's take inventory of this. (laughs) And so, I'm like, okay, God, what else? Because you could just stop with a question and be like, yeah, don't believe the lies. But I'm like, okay, Let's, let's move on here. So the other, the next verse he gave me was Galatians 3, 5, which says, so again, I asked, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? I'm like, okay, we're talking about the spirit and not works. But believing what you heard, aka faith, and which brings us back to how things work in God's world when you're living God's way, <laughs> where you're doing everything right and then you expect results, and that's not really how it works. Yes, of course, you do the right things and you do them because you're living from a like being loved perspective, and then you do things because you're loved, because you want to do them. You don't just do them to be loved kind of thing. So it's by faith. It's not by works. It goes back to the gospel. Jesus died for us not because we deserved it or because we did anything right. He did it because he loved us. And all we have to do is accept his gift by faith and believing in him. And it's not just the gospel. I feel like we leave this behind so many times. And yes, that doesn't mean stop, you know, working hard. But it's stop striving. Like, it depends on you. Like, no. It's God. Believe that he is a good father and wants to give you good things. Not giving us what we don't need or... He gives us what we need, what he knows is good for us. We don't always know what's good for us. And we also don't know the timing of things. Which, again, preaching at myself, that's, like, what I'm doing here. (laughs) So, man, I'm like, okay, any good thing in my life is going to happen because of God, not because of what I do, ultimately. So then I'm like, okay. You got one more for me, God? And he's like, yeah, one more verse here. Kind of tie it all together. The next one was Ephesians 2, 8. Or 5 through 8, actually. It's kind of the chunk there. Okay, so Ephesians 2, 5 through 8. So I'm going to start at 4, actually. for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. Basically what I just said, tie that all in, and putting all that together, I was like, wow, yep, there we go, going back to the gospel, bam, like, reconfirmed, right? Right? And I do want to go back to the Galatians um, 3, actually, because there's so much in there just to expound on it. And I know when you hear God's word, that's when the magic happens. (laughs) So it's not my words, it's God's words. Um, So it starts with um, just Paul talking about the Galatians, and they were not in the best of place And they needed to be reminded of these things. The same things that I need to be reminded of right now. The same things that you might need right now. So I'll start at the beginning of chapter 3 of Galatians. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Christ Jesus was clearly portrayed and crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish? After beginning by means of the spirit, are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh? Have you experienced so much in vain, if it really was in vain? So again, I asked: does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by your believing what you heard? So also Abraham believed God and is credited to him as righteousness. Okay, I'm going to pause there um, in this passage. Because I just love that he brings it back by example. Like, this actually worked. He's not just saying this. Abraham, he such a huge leader in the Bible. And someone just looked so highly up to by all these people. And to use Abraham, and you know, he wasn't perfect at all. He made mistakes. <laughs> he was a liar. Um, you can read that. In the Bible, I believe in Genesis. You can Google it once again. Um, So, saying he believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And we are seeking to live that life of holiness and to be right with God. Righteousness. By believing him, not by what he did. Definitely not by what he did. Because we all make mistakes anyway. I once heard, um, again, I love metaphors. And someone shared this. Um... I don't know if it was, like, my youth pastor long ago or something, but he was talking about sin and how it's kind of like, okay, you got a, a nice, perfect pan of brownies. It's great, except for, let's say there's, like, just a little bit of poop in the brownies, a little chunk of poop in the brownies. Is that okay? Are you going to eat that? No! How about we take half of that chunk of poop and take it out? It's still okay. It's less. It's really not that much. You're you're still like, probably no. I really hope no one would want to go after those brownies. Okay, but how about a little speck? A little speck of poop in the brownies. Are you going to eat that? Is that going to actually, like... Could that be presented in a bake-off show or some, like, food network contest? No! Are you kidding me? Same thing goes for sin. That is the whole deal. Like, sin is sin. Consequences. That is different. Yeah, there's not, there's big consequences for certain sins, and there's littler consequences for sins. That doesn't have anything to do with the judgment of sins. So, going back to that, it's not about our actions. It's about belief, ultimately, that saves us. And if we have that belief, and we truly are affected by Our beliefs in Jesus, that's going to affect our actions naturally. And so, if we're waiting for all these good things to happen in our lives and we're doing all the right things, it's a big time check to heart check to be like, Am I really truly believing that God actually wants to do this? And There's a verse for that. So I'm going to bring us to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Faith and believing that God, not just that God exists, but that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. God wants us to believe that he is good and will give us what we need and what we want at his right timings. Well, maybe not necessarily what we want because that's not always the best thing. But you know what I'm saying. Like He, He's going to give us what he knows is good for us. And whether it's that next job promotion or new house or a relationship, etc. We can trust in him and his goodness, but we have to be brave enough, friends, to believe that. And to jump into that boat, it is scary. It's easy to say, oh, I'll just keep doing the good things and, I don't know, maybe maybe God will. He wants us to say yes, God will. He wants us to believe that he is good. You know, if you're probably to ask your own father, Hopefully, if you have a good father, and just saying not everybody does, but a good father would feel bad if his son or daughter was to be like, "Oh, yeah, I don't think he would actually. Maybe he doesn't want to provide for me, or do this, or do that, or be there for me." He would feel his heart would shatter. His father's heart would shatter. And God is the same way. He wants every part of us. And our satisfaction can only be found in Him. And He deserves everything. Every risk to hope and trust and believe. People on earth will disappoint us, but He will never. And here's the other thing, friends. Because we're imperfect, we even need help with that. Um, I did have a podcast on humility. And that kind of can swing over here a bit and that we need to understand that our ability to do anything good comes from God, and that includes having a desire and a passion to seek after Him. Like, we, not every day, we are probably going to be super passionate because we're still imperfect, but God is he, he doesn't look down upon us. He's like, yeah, you can ask me for that. We need to ask him to increase our faith, to increase our desire for him. And in Hebrews 12, 1, it says, well, it starts with, therefore, since we are surrounded by a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run With endurance, the race God has set before us, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. That went through verse (laughs) 2. Didn't plan on that, but it was so good, you just had to hear it. Once again, verse 2 has started. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Boom, that's the golden nugget. Keep your eyes on Jesus. That is all. (laughs) That's the biggest thing. Honestly, foundation. Who initiates and perfects our faith? Yup. Make Jesus your personal trainer because he's the one who initiates and perfects your faith ask for it. Ask for increase in that and you will not be displeased. That was a fun little journey we took here. Hopefully that resonated with you. I pray and hope it does. Um, I'm just gonna, once again, end us in prayer because prayer is huge. All right. Lord, thank you so much for taking one of my Crummy little times and using it for your glory. I just pray for everyone who's listening to this that they will just feel um, the desire to seek you more, um, to really just look into their hearts and see what is really going on, to feel their feelings and own up to them and bring them to you to exchange them for better things. Pray that. We will just seek you wholeheartedly and ask you to perfect our faith, that we can be able to see Jesus and want him to do that perfecting of faith in our lives, that we will not just believe you exist, and, but we will believe that you want to give us what you know is best for us. And want to follow your plan for our lives. We thank you that you are good and that you're still at work in our lives even though it's hard to see sometimes. (laughs) So we thank you that you're good and steady and you don't change God. Um, Peace and blessings, friends. Amen.